everyone. Jacqueline here from Best Publishing Company, and today I'm talking with Fred Johnson of the California State Prison Industry Authority. I was introduced to Fred by Mr. Dan Orr, and for those of you who don't know who Mr. Orr is, Dan is the author of the book Scuba Diving Safety, and he's also the former president and CEO of Divers Alert Network. Now, Dan Orr informed me that Fred runs the diving program at California Prison Industry Authority, and that Fred and his program might benefit from a donation of some of our NOAA Diving Manual 5th edition textbooks for his dive students. So as you can imagine, I was very intrigued by this idea and intrigued to learn more about the work that Fred does with the California Prison Industry Authority, so I immediately got in touch with him and wanted to learn more. Now, in working with Fred to orchestrate our donation of the NOAA Diving Manual 5th Edition textbooks, I got to learn more about the work that Fred does within the California Prison Industry Authority and in his dive, tra in his dive training program. So I asked Fred to join me today and tell you about this very unique diving program and how he is positively impacting the lives of many, many men through his work as a dive leader. So without further ado, let's hear from Fred. Hi, Fred. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Jacqueline. It's my pleasure to join you. I'm here with the California Prison Industry Authority Divers Training Center. It's known as the Leonard Greenstone Marine Technology Training Center here in Chino, California, which is in San Bernardino County. Kind of like out in the desert. Hell of a place to build a diving school. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> the... Uh, the program started by Leonard Greenstone back in 1970 with a grant from the federal government uh, for a unique training program. And he also had influence uh, uh, with the Navy with some don donations of diving equipment. And he started the program here at the California Institution for Men. And uh, at that time, uh, they had a pretty open prison, which is now a secure prison. But uh, this program is only open to prison inmates. And uh, it's unique that it's the only commercial diving school in the world that does what we do. And how do you, and, mean, how do you mean that does what you do? Can you tell us a little bit more about that specifically? Well... We teach the inmates uh, to become commercial divers. And in the industry, uh, they're recognized with a certification as entry-level tender divers uh, through the Association of Diving Contractors International certification process. Now, unlike the civilian schools on the outside, which uh, are six months long, sometimes... Uh, minimum requirement of 625 hours of training, our training course is 2,450 hours. Wow. And, and we have what you might call captured students. Yeah. <laughs> Why is your training program so much longer than the industry standard? Well, we want to teach them basically how to become underwater mechanics. Okay. Uh and that entails a lot of training in the use of tools, uh, underwater welding, surface welding, cutting, uh, basic diesel mechanics, 
machine shop work. They learn how to run a lathe uh, and a lot of tools in, in shops. So they basically what they can do is they, they can become uh, independent on the job. If something goes wrong, they can figure out what it is and how to fix it. So, and they're all older guys. They're not fresh out of high school. They're guys that have maybe already served eight or nine years in prison, and then they get sent to uh, to Chino because it's a, a minimum prison. And uh, so the guys that are here are guys that are been convicted of drug convictions, uh, bank robberies, other crimes that, that do not involve violence at all. Okay. And how do you go about recruiting for the program? Well, basically, we have open recruiting in the yard uh, and in the other prisons in California that anyone that wants to apply, regardless of age uh, or race, uh, can apply. And we'll get them transferred to, uh, to Chino and get them into the diving program. And then we find out whether they have the metal to uh, stay. Uh, we have an 80% dropout rate in the first day. You said 80, 80 80%? 80% dropout the first day. Wow. What do you do on that first day? I'm curious. Well, the first day, we basically uh, introduce them to the swimming pool. And I would say 95% of them have never, ever been in the swimming pool and don't know how to swim. Okay. And we also have them perform some basic PT tests push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, uh, run a mile. Then they have to take swimming tests, and they have to do what we tell them. And uh, a lot of them just cannot take that, yep. and they don't understand why uh, they can't just go in the classroom and take a snooze. So around here, it's uh, 150% all the time. No one walks, they run. And what kind of um, placement rates you have after the program? What kind of uh, job placement uh, typically? What are your your um, statistics on that? Hundred percent. And do you, um, do companies come to your program because of the reputation that it has in producing high quality um, commercial divers, or do you guys you know contact folks and say, hey, we have a graduating class? Uh, how does that work? Well, basically, uh, they ride the coattails of the previous students that have gone into the industry. The industry knows our guys as the Chino divers. Mm -hmm. And the reputation in the offshore industry is extremely good. Uh, They know that they're tough, they'll do anything they're told to do, and they'll get the job done. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. Have you heard from any of the... um the gentlemen that you have placed, uh, have you heard any feedback from them or just, you know, do they touch base at all and, and let you know how it's going? Well, uh, I hear back from them regularly, if not monthly, uh, weekly. So they stay in contact with me by different means of communications. Uh, they'll call me. They'll email me. They'll uh, message me on uh, Facebook. Uh, but they they all keep in touch. They keep telling telling me what uh, what they're doing, or asking for advice on how to do a particular job. Uh, 
or just for general life advice. Yeah. And uh, our motto here is, if you're doing good on the outside, we will always be here to help you. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. It sounds like you've really seen the benefits of the rehabilitation that this program provides to the, the gentlemen who go through it. Well, the, the program is, is so successful. Our recidivism rate is 6%. Wow. The, the general population of prison in California is 75%. So it's a revolving door. Yeah. But not with our guys. And the big change, really, uh, that I see here is when they do the mandatory five-mile nonstop swim, Jeez. once they accomplish that, they're changed forever. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when they finally find out that they're winners. Yeah. And they're not losers. Yep. And that's, that's really when they change. That is fantastic to hear, Fred. That's amazing, really. At what point do they do the, uh, the five-mile swim? At what point during their training? Well, it's about uh, between three to four months into their training. Okay. And we have a, we have a pool that we, we dug by hand. Wow. Uh, and built, student-built. Everything here is student-built. Wow. And they do uh, 400 laps in that pool nonstop. Jeez. And if they stop at any time, well, then they got to start all over the next day. From scratch. Oh, wow. How many chances do they have to pass the swim test? Until they do it. Oh, wow. Okay. Or drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hope that wouldn't happen. <laughs> but we've never had one drown, so. Yeah. But, wow. yeah, but every one of them has, uh, has done the swim. Jeez. And uh, we had uh, one kid that had never, ever been in the water. He has a pool record of 136 minutes. So how did you get him to that point? If he hadn't been in a pool before, how did he get to that point of successfully completing that? We push him and encourage him, and the other students encourage him. Uh, it's a team effort here. Everybody works to, to, to make the guy succeed, and then each guy knows that he's here for his own reason to succeed. Yeah. So it's a 100% effort by everybody. Unlike the general yard, which is dog eat dog. So this really gives gives the men a totally different community, a different environment, and actually builds a community for them to be in that pushes them to be to be their best. It puts them in the community that they will be in once they they leave prison. Yeah. In the offshore industry, if you don't work together, you're gone. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same here. Uh, that's a discipline that we keep, that if you're not working together and learning, then you're out. If they get a, a write-up in the yard, which is called a 115, a disciplinary letter, mm -hmm. uh, they get kicked out of school. Wow. So the demand on them to, to maintain uh, a high level uh, of commitment is there every day. And Fred, watching this, watching the men go through this program, and it sounds like you've seen lives transformed um, through this program. What kind of impact has that had on you? Um, seeing, you know, their struggles, seeing from where 
these guys are coming from and then seeing the transformation and seeing their placement in the community and, and getting their lives, you know, going in a totally new and, and more positive direction. How has that impacted you? Oh, it's really changed me a lot. Yeah. You know, when I entered this, it was just, you know, to train divers. And then I found out that that really wasn't our job. Our job was to salvage these guys' lives. Yeah. And, uh, and once we get the tipping point that the, and these guys realize that, yeah, hey, this is good and, we, and we're changing, then, then you really see enthusiasm. Because oh. all their lives, people have told them, you know, you're no good, uh, you're stupid, uh, you'll never amount to anything. Uh, and they've heard it so long that that's what they believe. Yeah. And uh, we don't do that here. We give them encouragement and we give them discipline. Yeah. If a guy screws up, I might say, hey, go run 10 miles. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> and I'll give him 10 different guys that will run one mile with him just to make sure he doesn't stop and walk. Yeah. If he stops and walk, he's got to start all over. Or walk out the gate, and he knows if he walks out the gate, there goes his chance. So, there, so the program is very structured, like you said, a lot of discipline, and like you said, it goes beyond just the dive training. It sounds like a, a lot of life training as well. Well, it's we we teach them to take pride in what they're doing. You know, I give them projects to build things in the shop for the school, uh, and. The bar is it has to be of a quality that I would go buy. Yeah. And if it's not, I'll have them tear it apart and start all over until it is. And then they soon realize that, hey, you know, uh, half-assed doesn't get it. It's got to be perfect. Yeah. And that's what the employer expects on the outside, and that's what they get. Yeah. So the transition for one of our guys when he goes to work on the outside is usually within 30 days, he, he's actually diving. And in the industry, that normally takes about a year to happen. And within six months, they're usually a foreman. And I've, I've got uh, uh, one that's a diving superintendent wow. uh, working for a company in Long Beach, California. And uh, his, his pay last year was $126,000. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> that's awesome. And wow. he's been out of prison for five years. Wow. He's totally, totally changed his life. Yeah, and, and you know, he salvaged his, his life with his family and he has a home now. Uh, and that's the other thing that, that happens with these guys is is uh, we help them mend the bridges that they basically tore down with their families. And when they, when they leave here, they're on good terms with them. The work you're doing there, Fred, is absolutely it sounds amazing, absolutely amazing. And you're doing such a huge service to those men and also to the, the service that you're doing for, you know, for America, for all of us um, everywhere. I mean, you're, you're really helping change the, the community and, and change our nation through the work that you're doing. And, and we thank you for that. I'm sure it can't be easy and it's definitely, definitely doesn't sound glamorous on your end. I mean, to, to have the inner strength that you must have to encourage others like that. I mean, you have to be a rock yourself and I'm, I'm sure that's not easy all the time. Well, no, it's sometimes it's, it's pretty difficult and you want to, you ask your questions, you know, what the hell am I doing here? And the next day, you know exactly why you're here. Yeah. 
uh, and that's the way it is with our our staff. Uh, uh, and and really, it's uh, for me, it's not a job. Yeah. Never has been. That reminds me of something of Dan Orr, who introduced you and I to each other. Um, that's something he says: if if you have a job that you enjoy, you never work a day in your life. Well, I never have <laughs> worked a day in my life. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, great. I, I spent. 55 years talking to fish. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they were good to me. So that's something that uh, that, that I feel I, I owe the industry is to put out uh, replacement divers to the divers that are retiring out of the industry uh, to put guys in that are, that are going to make good reputations and put out good work. Yeah. Uh, and that takes tough men. Uh, and, and so I guess that's what we do here is, is, uh, we take and, and turn guys around and, and, and make responsible men out of them. Yeah. And then they take that and they go out and do, do their job. Some, some aren't divers, some are truck drivers, some are, are welders, but they're all successful. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and that's really the main thing. I don't really care if they if they become a diver or not. If they do, I think that's a real plus thing. Uh, but as long as they're doing the right thing and and they're working and taking care of themselves and their family, uh, that's our our goal. Well, Fred, is uh, before we wrap up, is there any anything else you'd like to tell us about about the program and about the work that you do? Any any lasting thoughts that you'd like to leave with our audience? Well, the thing is, 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 is our school, unlike, unlike uh, most civilian schools, which are, are profit-driven, we're driven by rehabilitation. And that is to put out a good product that the industry would like. So we change our program to meet the industry's needs. Uh, an example is when uh, Hewitt training, which is helicopter underwater uh, rescue, uh, became a requirement for working offshore. We obtained a helicopter. Now, we crash that in the pool, teach our guys how to escape, and also how to recover people that are in a helicopter that's sinking. So they get that training here. Yeah. Uh, there's now a, a requirement that all schools uh, have the students dive to uh, 50 meter depth. So I built a uh, a pressure tank that the divers get in here, and we can dive them up to 200 feet of water. Oh, geez, yeah, wow. All under the roof. Wow. <laughs> so we've even accomplished. Uh, welding at 165 feet. So our guys get as much training as we can possibly give them in the confines of a prison. Yeah. You know, we don't have access to open water. Uh, so some of it is Hollywood, make believe that you're, you're, you're doing this. Uh, but we try to make it the task as real as possible. Well, it sounds like you're accomplishing that because if your guys are getting placed and they're doing high quality work and, you know, keeping their jobs and you're hearing positive feedback from their employers, <laughs> you're definitely accomplishing your, your objectives there. 
Well, we, we certainly hope so. We, we do everything we possibly can to make that happen. Uh, and things like the donations of, of, of your book is, is going to help us. Uh, we have a limited budget. And, uh, and I reach out into the industry to, to get used equipment that we can uh, train the guys on rebuilding and, and putting into use to enhance the training that they get. Uh, a year ago, we received a, uh, a big double lock decompression chamber from Epic Divers out of Louisiana, right. and that was worth $150,000. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, so the industry, the industry believes in us, and, and, uh, and the Association of Diving Contractors International uh, fully support us. Yeah. And, and most of the diving contractors in the United States and, and international belong to that organization. So yeah. that's our, our door opener for employment for these guys. And I know most of the guys in the industry, so. That helps. I've been around since Moses. Yeah. <laughs> well, it <laughs> cert certainly helps to know a lot of people, especially when you're operating on donations. That, that makes all the difference. And if, our, if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you and, and discuss the program or discuss making a donation or supporting your program, what's the best way to reach you, Fred? Well, the best way uh, is, to, is to either call me, uh, which is uh, at area code 909-772-4322, and that's my cellular phone, or they can email me at... Uh, fred.johnson at calpia.ca.gov. Great. And we'll put that, for all of our listeners, we'll put that um, in the notes below this podcast on our blog page. So we will um, put his Fred's email and his phone number in case you missed it. Uh, we'll post it there. If you want to get in touch with him, make a donation and talk to him about how you or your organization can support his program and the rehabilitation work that he that he's doing with California Prison Industry Authority. Well, thank you so much, Fred. I know I've certainly learned a lot during this interview with you and just hearing about the work that you're doing that has given me a lot to think about even in my own life um, and, and how much am I actually pushing myself and uh, just, you know, wow, I, I just, I'm almost speechless. Your work is absolutely amazing and I just thank you so much for what you're doing. Well, you're very welcome and, and we really appreciate uh, the donation of the NOAA diving manuals. It, it really helps us a lot. It is absolutely our pleasure, Fred. It's the very least we can do. We thank you so much, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Okay, Thank you. Bye-bye.